I'm in the studio today with Keshroy Spencer, co-founder and CEO of Musenet, a marketplace for the music and entertainment industry. It serves as a social media platform whereby musicians, entertainers, and businesses can connect safely and securely while maintaining revenue and exposure. Hi, Keshroy. How you doing? I'm good, Dana. How you doing? Um, you know, I'm doing good. You know, um, you know, things are rocking. I, I'm, I'm excited to, you know, to, to interview you. You know, I know you're doing big things there in Philly. Uh, tell us a little bit about MuseNet. Um, I believe you're a drummer and have a drummer and audio engineer. So give us a little background on yourself and, and MuseNet. Sure. So a little bit about me. I'm a. Uh, I actually started out as a, a drummer for my my church. <laughs> I remember the. The day that I started, it was literally, I'd say maybe 1999, if I could even remember that far back. Um, my church happened to not have a drummer that day. And they were literally looking around the whole church like no one, no one knew how to play. I was like, well, I mean, I don't know how to play, but I'll, I'll try. Um, and I got on there from that Sunday. And for once I got on there that Sunday, that was like all she wrote. And I've been playing just about ever since. I want to say maybe, I'd say about four or five years ago, the uh, audio engineer from my, my church, he actually transitioned job-wise, so his schedule wouldn't allow him to be at church full-time and, and do what he had to do, so I was pretty much the next runner-up, because even um, outside of my church uh, drumming background, I did uh, media studies and production at Temple University, so I had I had enough sense of always being around that part of the, the, the industry to see, all right, well, how you connect these cables, um, <laughs> And I kind of did some stuff of my own where, yeah, let's just say I blew one or two many speakers. <laughs> I don't want to relive those rookie years. Um, but I was pretty much outside of that. I was the next candidate up. So I was like, you know what? I'll give it a try. Um, but unfortunately, in transitioning from that, I couldn't necessarily play um, like in my capacity as I would for the drummer. So kind of transitioned from playing drums to now being a full time um, sound engineer for my church as well as all the uh, different avenues that I, um, that I went to. Um, so funny how it actually turned out. Uh, like I said, the, the good and the bad during the pandemic, um, it's been a blessing to some and a curse to others. Um, fortunately, uh, um, it's kind of like a, a two-sided coin for me. You know, it's unfortunate in the sense of I knew personally people who, uh, who had died from this, both family and friends. Oh. And on the flip side, um, it's been a, a blessing more so to my immediate family, whereas by we've been so fortunate and so blessed. It's like everything that we pretty much wanted to do, we were able to get done. Um, so though it had a negative connotation to it, the, the flip side of that um, negative for every good positive is that um, we were literally blessed. And one of the, the blessings that came from that was this idea of using it. Like, granted, it... Um, it probably came a, a year or two prior to the pandemic. But again, I was a drummer, transitioned to school, work. I didn't know anything about building no, um, no app or what it literally entails to build an app. So I literally had the idea come to mind um, one day, even in the dream. I was like, you know what, man, listen, I don't know nothing about that. Because again, even for my community, we don't know anything about building apps. We we know about working hard, being hands-on, um, hardworking people, even as a musician. I know about doing gigs, getting gigs, helping things here and out there. But when you get to the, the app building um, industry, I'm like, yeah, I knew nothing about that. So one of the things that um, literally hit me as I was sitting home one day during 
probably like the height of the pandemic. It's like the thought again came to my mind. It's like, hey, need to build this app. I man, I don't, I don't know anything about building an app. So I, um, I immediately called a, a buddy of mine who I call him the Beethoven of our, our time, um, Austin Woodland, because this, this man, when I say he could literally play every instrument and like kill it. So I'm like, hey, bud, man, listen, uh, nickname Bud, I called him, like, hey, man, um, I got this great app in mind. I have no idea how to build it, but if anybody can help me put this thing together, it, it'll be you. And he was like, man, it's crazy that you called me because I was literally thinking about doing the same thing. But for me, I really just didn't have any time to devote to it because outside of being a, a touring musician, um, he does a lot of producing, a lot of writing. Um, and he also teaches uh, um, sound lessons as well, as well as um, teach people how to play various instruments. So timing for him wasn't always the, the best thing. It was like, all right, I'll tell you what. Um, you could spearhead it, then I'll, I'll definitely do whatever else I need to do um, in my, my capacity. I said, all right, great. And one of the things that we always thought about, even what I tried to build, especially the app as a pillar, is being about the community. Because mm-hmm. you may not know, but most musicians, they really get on, as we, we like to call it, through connections. It's not necessarily what you know, but who you know. Who you know. Because the crazy thing is, as many musicians out there, or even if you can micro uh, manage it to where you're thinking about a drummer, there are tons of drummers out there. There are tons of drummers who are pocket drummers. There are tons of drummers that are splash drummers. There are tons of drummers who can be willing to travel. But what them what sets them apart from everyone else? And it's always it may be that one percent that may get them to that next level, as well as the person who helped them get to the next level. Um, so one of the things we always try to make a pillar about the app is building on community. So in that regards, I, I then linked in um, a few of my close, both blood brothers and brothers who I pretty much grew up with. And I said, hey, listen, guys, um, this is what I've been thinking about doing. Um, let me know if you, you want to be on, on board. Again, I, I, I don't know how this is going to go. I know absolutely nothing. I'm kind of going in the dark. But again, the, the thought won't leave me alone. And uh, from a, 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 ver- a, a Bible scripture, it says, "Verily, verily, I say unto you, I'm like, all right, you said to me twice. And we're always talking about, hey, you know, God bless us, bless us. Well, he's giving you the blessings, but you don't know what to do with it. Right. And it really stuck out because I remember I was talking to a gentleman and he was like, hey, you know, people always ask God, you know, for, for example, of, can I, hey, God, can I get a chair? Mm-hmm. He's like, great, I'll give you a chair. And he points him in the direction of the tree. But then when they get to the tree, they're like, well, God, I asked for a chair. Well, he's giving you a chair. It's for you now to take that tree and to make it into a chair. But we always want that instantaneous, you know, God, I want a car. All right, let a car show up in front of your house type of thing. So he's given us the tools to get the job done. It's for us to take those tools and make something out of it. Exactly. Um, and like I said, uh, and, and just building on that, it was like, man, all right, all right, great. I got my team. I got my guys who kind of know what they're, they're, they're doing. And when I say kind of in the sense of, hey, listen, we <laughs> all don't know nothing about building an app. But we, we one thing about us, we always strive for greatness and for excellence. And um, so initially what the, 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 the app started out with, um, it started as more of a, that's like I said, I was growing up in church, more of just a connection for church musicians. So, hey, if this church doesn't have anybody, um, you could look on the app and actually be able to, to find somebody who someone may have recommended. And in the case of, because we started, granted, November of 2020 is when we actually started with the, the idea 
um, and messing through the pandemic, we um, it was a slow process because initially one of our teams were based out of India. And because the pandemic kind of hit them differently, it slowed down the process a little bit. But I, I was talking to my cousin. I was always saying, hey, um, how's it going? I'm saying, honestly, I really wish this would be done like now. You know, but she's always say, hey, you know, nothing before it's time. Um, you know, everything happens for a reason. You just got to be able to enjoy it. And um, on the heels of that, I was talking to my wife, say, you know, frustrated about some of the things that that the process, uh, mm-hmm. you know, we always talk about the process, the process, the process. You're <laughs> going back to our Philly thing. <laughs> Trust the process. Right. I'm like, Listen, I'm trusting the process, but this process is painful. And the crazier thing, um, as we, we went through the process of building this app, both from designing, um, I really got a handle on what it takes to build an app, the ins and outs of the lingo of knowing what to do, how to do, how to talk to certain people about during certain phases, what certain phases look like, um, even from building this, the, the sketches of the app or what we want it to look like, and then meeting up with my design team and comparing ideas and thoughts and then seeing their expertise on how everything looks, and then what I envision it to look, and have a, dare I say, a happy medium <laughs> in the middle. Because, <laughs> man, talk about creative differences. It, it's, it's very interesting getting into that artistic space, because even with apps, even like the, the common apps that we, we use nowadays, it, it, it always comes from somewhere, you know, the look, the feel. And then you, you could go back and forth like, hey, well, I want this app to look like this. I want this button here. But then understanding the user interface, it's just because you may want a button there. Conceptually, the button won't make any sense to a user. Like, darn it. All right, let's see what you got. So literally, that's how um, our app got started. And then we actually kind of pivoted from an app that's really just about musicians to more so being an innovative gig book and mobile app whereby independent, unsigned artists, musicians, entertainers, and businesses can connect safely and security, both maximizing revenue and exposure. Okay. And when we think of the revenue part of the, um, of the community, because unfortunately, the, some of the downsides to this uh, community is that you're basically going from gig to gig. Dare I say from job to job, though you may have other jobs, but this is like your main hustle. And when this well sort of dries up, it's like, all right, well, I got to do what I got to do to get back to, to going through this well. So one of the things, going back to what I said previously, is that we built this app more mm-hmm. of a community-based app, whereas no matter where you are, you could be a beginner, you could be an intermediate, you could be even be a, a pro. Um, this app is the type of app that you can use. Even if you say, all right, well, um, I'm a Philly musician or pianist, but I'm going to fly to Cali on vacation. I could fly to Cali and then, you know what? Uh, I got one or two days to burn. Um, let me see what, what about bars, lounges or concerts are going on if they need anybody. And you can instantly get a connection like that. It's almost the, we call it, dare I say, like a LinkedIn, but for the music and entertainment industry. And that's what, that's what I was going to ask you. I was going to, um, you know, that you're based in Philly Are most of your artists, Philly artists or local, or are they, you know, like you said, California, New York, Florida. I mean, where do you draw in uh, most of your your musicians and artists? So we've actually primarily focused on just Philly for right now. Um, one of the reasons outside of locale and, and funding being another, 
Um, the locale of Philly is, and again, not the knock on any other state that has a musician base, i.e. Cali, Tennessee, Georgia, or those places. But one of the things about Philly is that we're so rich with the music community, you wouldn't believe how much Philly musicians are out there. Like we even talked yeah. about the other well, day, Super Bowl. Exactly. Right. And that's a quick, well, you know what? You're getting ahead of me because I have, <laughs> I got, I got my little prop over here that I want to throw up to that question, but you're right. I mean, you know what, actually, let me jump to that question mm-hmm. because I was going to say, you know, Philly has a unique sound and vibe, you know, known as the, the sound of Philly or, you know, starting way back, you know, the sixties, seventies artists was like McFadden and Whitehead, Gamble and Huff, Teddy Pendergrass, Patti LaBelle up to now, like Voice of Man, The Roots, Jill Scott. I got my my Philly sound. This is Todd this is my. Tribbett. I'm telling you, it's the sound of Philly right here. I got you know they're old school, but it's it's the sound of Philly, right. and um you know it's like it's a whole different you know there's Motown in 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 Detroit you know Michigan mm-hmm. that little hub there, but I don't think a lot of people realize the artists and the musicians that come out of Philly, and that's one thing you know what you're doing you know with the with the sound your MuseNet what what type of artists are you getting and what what musicians um stand out you know and that's that you've seen or, or heard so the crazy thing um again being being philly being so rich in, in their artists and one thing that we also have with the the musenet live which is a dare i say a piggyback of musenet the mobile app mm-hmm. is that we primarily focus on independent artists and musicians more so because when you're independent, you can pretty much kind of do what you want to do, go at your own pace, so to speak, as opposed to you being signed with a label. And then you don't really have that much control over your music. You have say so, but you don't necessarily have that, that much control. Mm-hmm. Or, hey, maybe a situation where the, the label wants you to put out four albums a year. You know, again, that, that may be tough. Or the, the, the great thing is with being an independent you could kind of have more of a connectivity there, there I say, to your um, your community or your fan base. So one thing that we, we did is uh, we created what's called MuseNet Live. That's just pretty much a intermediate mini concert that, that really focused on that particular niche of musicians and individuals. Whereas if you're, if you're say, a Philly-based person, and then chances are you kind of reaching out to a person in Cali, it may not be so great, but our platform gives you that potential to reach out to that particular fan base. And some people may have actually, Hey, you know, well, there's already Facebook and there's, um, I was about to say MySpace. I'm dating myself, right? Right, right. <laughs> but <laughs> there's Instagram as well. But the, the, the cool thing with our particular platform is that it literally focuses on that niche of individuals. Like when you come on our platform, whether the gig booking mobile app or MuseNet live, you know what you're getting as opposed to, you put your concert out. Now, don't get me wrong. You put your concert out for right now, at least. You're going to get a lot of recognition from those people that use Instagram. You're going to get people who are painters, who are farmers, who are industrial workers. That's fine and that's cool. But what we do is we have that same rock that you will take and throw in the ocean of what's called Instagram. And you'll hit a few people here and there. But you take that same rock and you throw it in the pond of Musenet or Musenet Live you're going to get a lot greater responses because people who jump on our platform, that's what they're, they're, they're there for. They want to see performers. They want to see the, dare I say, the hidden talent of not just Philly, but as we grow, we expand over time mm-hmm. of the various other states that, that's out there for people who 
may not been able to been as recognized on the social media platform that's already currently out there. So who we focused on, or at least who we've had for right now, has been very diverse. We had a um, my brother, who um, Joy Restoration Movement, who was a gospel group. Uh, we've had a uh, another um, reggae singer as well, and even um, our first one we had is uh, called a group, uh, a, a girl group by the name of Verbosity. Mm. Um, so we've had three very distinct performers on. So we, we, we don't want to, we don't focus on just a particular niche or industry or not even industry, but a certain genre of performers. Um, you could be spoken word, you can be right. gospel, you could be hip hop, whatever your genre is, this platform literally caters to that. And one thing that we try to do is not just to say, hey, um, as a performer, you know, you go out there and you just perform. We also have the interview portion within the whole MuseNet Live that we want you as a performer to be able to connect with the your fans or your future fan base. Reason being, if I'm a fan and I hear your music or if I'm not as familiar with your music, you could have the greatest lyrics or whatever. But if I can't connect with you from a fan level, mm-hmm. chances are I'm not going to follow you, especially if you're not don't have that level of notoriety. Now, if you don't have that level of notoriety, but I see the interview and I could connect with you during the interview, Nine times out of 10, I'm going to be like, oh, man, I was like, you know what? That's a dope person. That's a dope girl. Mm-hmm. Let me follow them. Let me see what they're about. So that's why we have the interview portion um, coupled with the actual performance app of the artist. Mm-hmm. So that way you can get see it in the totality of that person. Now, you may not be able to experience them in their in their glory, but you have a great enough sample size to say, hey, that's a dope artist. You know what? Let me jump on board and connect with them. Let me see what their music is about and literally start to build the fan base from there. You know, I find it fascinating because with your platform that you have, I'm surprised that there's not other platforms like that out there. I mean, this is very innovative, um, you know, and especially in the music industry, you know, you would think that there is somewhere where artists can go like and have a platform like yours. And I mean, I think what you have going here is it's going to, you know, it's just, it's, it's going to blow up, you know, it's just, it's going to be something like somebody will say, Hey, why didn't I think, uh, you know, <laughs> Hey, what did I think? Let me call yours is called MuseNet. I'm going to call my net muse. You know, what I mean, yeah. like, you know, just to kind of, and they'll, they'll do the graphic kind of a little similar, you know, just to kind of be like, I right, mean, right. Yeah, you know, but um, no, I think it's an awesome platform for, you know, artists, musicians, you know, that, that are looking to, you know, expand their network and get their, you know, work. Cause, you know, big companies, corporations, uh, record labels, whatever you want to call it, they don't know. I mean, there's so much good music in like you know the community and and just people right. this i mean you're like wow you should be like you know your voice you you play like this you should be like out there and it's you know you get the shows like what is it uh and i can't think off the top of my head but um any of the major networks uh, singing so you know right i was just about to say that you look at shows like american idol you know yeah. you have those diamond in the roughs that Hey, I could be a, a busboy, you know, or me, as I call myself a shower singer. I'm not the greatest shower singer, but you have those people who you listen to them and say, oh, my God. Yeah. Wait, why aren't you signed or wait, why aren't you out there making more songs? Again, with them, it's just a resource thing. You know, they may not. Again, we, we look at Facebook, that same person, they could go up and they could go on Facebook or they could go on Instagram. And put it on there, but you know, it's the 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 viralness of their video. All right, 
many billions of followers of Facebook or Instagram has, or even um, Twitter, what's the chances or the likelihood of all 50,000 people or so being viral within a, a span of time? Right. It's, it's great, but it's slim to none. Again, so that's where our platform comes in. We always, we're trying to look for that, that hidden talent, so to speak, that diamond in the rough, or even just literally being able to give musicians the chance to be able to be discovered. Mm-hmm. And even outside of just being discovered, um, one of the other things why we even built the, um, the app was simply because as a musician, again, I, I don't have the greatest notoriety, so I can't go out there and demand, hey, listen, you better give me my money or else. Right, right, right. But I ran into situations that where, um, case in point, I was playing for this um, this particular uh, area. I, I remain nameless, and you know we we agreed on, hey, listen, we, um, the gig is going to be about a, a hundred an hour uh, for two hours. Okay, great, two hundred, you know, money in the bank. All right, cool. We get to the gig, show up, do whatever. Um, as we're, it was time to go now, say, hey, listen, you, know, I haven't um, talked to, to for lack of of name. Say, John, I haven't seen him. Um, can you call him? Finally, get to him. Hey, John, what's going on? I'm, I'm about to run, man, but um, can we get our money so we can leave? Hey, um, unfortunately, uh, you know what we have promised, we, we can't do it. Our We didn't have the turnout that we, we we wanted. But in my mind, hey, listen, that turnout has nothing to do with me. Right, right. He spoke on a particular price and we we locked that in. I said, I didn't give you a half behind show. So how are you going to give me a half behind? Price? You know, unfortunately, this is all I got. And just years of listening to that rhetoric and that those false promises. One of the, the the great things we have with the mobile app is pretty much how you set up. Like, say for instance, if you're a venue and I'm a, a musician, once we promise on a uh, a price, that price is locked in, and that money is then taken from the account and it's held for you. So long as you, the musician, deliver, that money is already going to be there. So you don't have to worry mm-hmm. about, hey, um, can you call such and such? Um, I I got to run or my Uber is here or we got to get to another gig, but I got a waiter because the worst part <laughs> of being a musician is having to that, dare I say, uncomfortable conversation of, hey, can I get my money now? Or, hey, I got to wait around until the whoever the point of contact is for them to do what they need. They want to do or need to do and then get back to me. Hey, yeah. listen, I want to do what I need to do. Deliver if we need to talk. Cool. But make sure the, the money is there. So the, the 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 mobile app comes into there where we say safely and securely, it's all housed within the app. So payment or no longer issue. Being discovered from whatever state is is no longer issue. Like I gave the example, you could be a Philly drummer and taking a trip to Cali. You know, if you want to gig out in Cali, open up the app, see what other their um, places or venues out there that may need a drummer, and be able to put in a um, a request. And you could be playing literally that day. And it's just literally that easy to, to be able to use our platform. Yeah, no, I think that's awesome because, you know, it's unfortunate that so many, just like you just said about, you know, you play the gig and then you're like packing, <laughs> packing up the instrument slowly, right? Where's John at? Like, well, let me take, you know, one little, taking off the and simple you, thing, one at a you're time. You're moving super slow. So slow. you can try to buy hip time, but you know, like, hey, listen, I got to get out of here too, man. Yeah, right, right. Um, but, um, oh wait, um, yeah, no, I just, um, my thing is going here real crazy, but, uh, I think I got a few more minutes left here. Um, but no, you, you find into that, you know, we're going to, I got to wrap up here. I think we're going to get some, some time, uh, you know, again, definitely, but, um, 
some of the exciting things that I, I, I you, you guys are doing, I, I think is, is totally awesome. And, uh, you know, for our, our listeners who were either aspiring artists and musicians uh, who are looking to contact with you, how can they do that? How can they get a hold, a hold of you? So they can, they can reach me at uh, even my Instagram uh, title, Silky Smooth, or even go directly to our Instagram page, MuseNet Inc., and we have a Facebook page as well where we have all our, our content. Or if they if they ever want to be a part of our reboot for our, our MuseNet Live, they could go to MuseNet.com and they could find all the information about our MuseNet Lives, our mobile app, and be able to um, to get uh, re- registered today. That's I mean, you know, like I said, Kashroy, you know, you're, you're doing big things there in Philly, man. You're doing big things. And, you know, I want to thank you uh, again for being on the Hello, My Name is Dana podcast. And, you know, please keep me updated on upcoming projects that Musenet has, because I definitely, I definitely have to have you on the show again, because uh, oh, absolutely. Know, the time limit, unfortunately, was running down. And there's just so many other questions <laughs> I want to ask. And, you know, this kind of, you know, I was going to ask you, like, uh, well, actually, I do have time for that. What's your, uh, I throw this in, it's like my little curveball, totally mm-hmm. off the subject there. But what's your favorite karaoke song? Oh, it's electric. It's electric. <laughs> it's electric. It's electric. Are you serious, right? Because <laughs> I think about even our, our app, it's electric. You know, there, there are a lot of things that's out there, but. <laughs> This is one of those very electric apps. And like okay. I wish I could share a lot more of how it looks. Right. We just want to keep that on the wraps. If okay. you want to see a glimpse of how it looks, you can visit our, our website and you can see a little snippet of, of what is okay. out there. But we expect to launch the, uh, the at least the beta version for our app this by this December. So God's willing, we're all still here and, and we're not doing too much more craziness in the world. Right, we right. We launch come next year around January, February time. So look out for it. Okay, definitely. I mean, I'm, like I said, I'm definitely, we're going to have another conversation. We're definitely going to have another conversation because I, I think, you know, you guys and have so much, you know, valuable information that, that people are like, oh man, why, why, why didn't I find this thing sooner? And, you know, this type of, a platform, you know, you would think was already out there, but you know, you guys are doing big things, man. You're doing big things, and uh, you know, I appreciate it. I really do. So, no problem. Thank Thanks you for having me on the podcast. Appreciate Thank it. Thank you. Well, that's it for this edition of the Lone Name is Dana podcast. Please contact us at blcarter7575 at gmail.com. <laughs>